Okay, I've hit the button. Are you doubly ready? I'm triple ready. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Okay. Prepare yourself. I am prepared. <laughs> am I, though? Am I prepared? <laughs> the answer is no, probably not. Uh, uh, how, how'd you get PK? <laughs> We're laughing and we've not even started yet. <laughs> I've built it up too much. How'd you get how'd you get Pikachu on a bus? Right, okay. Deep breath. Say it again, Callum. <laughs> okay. How'd you get Pikachu on a bus? I don't know. How do you get Pikachu on a bus? <laughs> Your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I think I need like 20 seconds. <laughs> Compose yourself. Oh dear. Right. Get some water in me. I'll get some tea in oh. me as well. <laughs> it's not even that funny. It's terrible. It's the worst joke I've ever oh. heard in my life. There we go. Excellent. Hello! Hello! Welcome to the Inverus podcast! Uh, I am Claire. I am Callum. Um, yeah, and every week we discuss a topic, nonsense. Um, um, and we also drink the drink of the week. Um, the topic for this week's discussion is Pokemon. Pokemon! Um, which you may have guessed from the terrible joke. Um, and this week we are drinking a Pokemon drink. A Pokemon drink. I, yeah, it's a Pokemon drink that I found in um, a shop called uh, Waka Super City Ooh. in Glasgow. It's like a, a little Asian supermarket place. I oh, think yeah, it's yeah. Korean. Okay. But it's like it's, it's a cool little shop. I love it. They always have random weird stuff. They sell like Japanese stuff and uh, Korean stuff and flavors of things you've never heard of. You can get Pocky. You can get Hi-Chews. All <laughs> of those weeby awful like all the best things. Peppy. This is um by a brand called Q Doll. Q D O L. Oh um, yeah, I was like, where are you seeing this? Oh, it's on Q-Doll. the can. Uh, and it's a Flavored sparkling water. It's like rather than being a as a soft drink, obviously, but it's a sparkling water with peach flavor in it, and it's got Jigglypuff on the can. Yeah. We will upload a picture. I will put one on the Twitter. Um, but that's this is the drink of the week to match our wonderful topic. Amazing! I'm excited. I'm gonna um, open it. That, the ring pull looks kind of weird. Yes, it is a weird ring pull. I've had these before. I haven't had this one before. So I'm kind of um, nervous. Is it a I think I had the one? Squirtle one before, and it was a different flavor. Oh, it's one of those ones. Yeah, Rip it really off. Cool. Oh, I it feel like it smells amazing. Oh, it does smell amazing. Ooh. It's very I should refreshing. Hmm. Very refreshing. We it's... will give it a score out of ten at the end of the episode. Um. Hmm. Okay. That's 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 good. <laughs> Um, but before we get into that, how has your week or, or weeks In been? Commas week. <laughs> week been. We do understand that we are uploading this very late. We're recording it very late. Um, yeah. Life has just been mental. Bananas. Utter bananas. Different um, reasons for each of us, obviously. Yes. Um, so I had my birthday and I had all these different <laughs> plans. I had a nice birthday, but um, my youngest child got, no, my youngest child got the chicken pox like two weeks before my birthday. My eldest child hasn't had the chicken pox yet. So we were like, oh, he's going to catch them. Um, And the first day back at school was, I think, the 18th of August. Um, And we were like, oh, he'll catch them just in time for going back to school. He'll miss his first day. He didn't. Um, And like... I'm just going to say, 
Dealing with children who have the chicken pox is exhausting. <laughs> like, my two-year-old is exhausting at the best of times. He is nuts, he climbs everything, he is constantly putting himself in danger and laughing about it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's tiring at the best of times, but, like, he had the chicken pox and he wasn't sleeping at night pretty much at all, uh -huh. so neither were we. He was up, he was really itchy, um, really uncomfortable, had a fever. So we spent the whole of the next day not sleeping mm -hmm. and crying because tired oh. and also being ill and itchy and it was just rotten. So we got through that and that was fine. That lasted about a week. Um, and then we were just waiting. It was like a tick ticking time bomb to see when my eldest caught it. Um, and he's 10. So I do hear that the chicken pox is worse the older that you get. And I would say he definitely got on worse. <laughs> my, my um, he slept at night, so that was good. Oh, that, he wasn't like something at least. anything. And he slept really long as well, but he was miserable. He went off his food. Oh. He was just really sad all the time. And the thing is with him is that he gets sick sometimes, obviously, as we all do. Mm -hmm. But he's always such a little, like, happy spirit, even when he's sick. Oh, right, okay. He just kind of, like, tries to shrug it off and keep going. Like, he's got this really good mental attitude when he's sick. Um, And I don't know where it comes from because I'm always, like, a miserable little clod <laughs> when I am sick. Um, I'm angry at everyone. I just hate the world when I'm ill. But he has this, like, amazing little, you know... It's almost like he, he wills himself to feel better. Um... Which makes it kind of difficult as a parent because sometimes when he's not well, it's like hard to tell. Ah, know? right, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he was just utterly miserable. Um, so he got his first week back at school. I think it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday he was in. And then on the Sunday night, we noticed the first spot. <laughs> so then he, he ended up taking two entire weeks off of school with it. It was just depressing. Oh, like, that's horrible. Um. So my, my time mostly has been consumed with... Uh, um, and then this isn't even the episode we were supposed to record this week. No. Because I had a whole incident that happened with <laughs> uh, one of the drinks, which I will explain in the episode when we finally get around mm -hmm. to recording it. Let's just say um, it's ongoing. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Um, but yeah, and that's all fine. Um, and then something else happened because he went back to school last week. Um, so he's had like one and a half full weeks back now. Um, and he's loving being back at school. It's great. It's great for us. Oh, it's that's for good. Him. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's 10 now. So he's in primary six. So he's getting like kind of older and it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like. To think that this time next year we'll be getting them ready to go up to high school. Really? Um, oh, yeah, we'll be starting okay, P7. Oh, flip sakes, that's bonkers. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, so instead what? of my birthday, because my birthday plans all got cancelled, and uh, my partner's birthday's in October, so we were like, oh, what we'll do is we'll book a wee weekend away in September, and that'll be like our joint birthday thing. Mm. Um, and we were going to go do the... Glasgow Central Tour. Oh I yes, I, ha I have. Uh, I, I've been desperate to do it's it for so good. ages. It's I've heard so it's good. amazing. Um, and it was the Friday, so we were due to go into Glasgow for our overnight on the Saturday. Get this email from uh, the Glasgow Central Tour people saying the tour had been cancelled. Opened the email and they were like, due to staff illness, your tour has been cancelled. Please call us for more information. Phone them up. And they're like, oh, it's because the Queen died. And I'm like, it says staff illness. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously like a generic template, but I was just like so tempted to ask the guy if the Queen had worked there. <laughs> because in the email it said staff illness. Oh. Um, but I refrained. Because yeah. obviously, you know, someone's died is probably not the best idea to go making jokes about it. Yeah, it's, um, 
<laughs> Even though I personally am not that upset that the Queen has died, I feel very sorry for the people who knew her and loved her. Because as Keanu Reeves said, what happens when you die is that the people who loved you miss you very much. And that's it. Yeah. Um, so I just... um. I don't really care <laughs> the queen is dead I am fine I am not mourning I am not sad I do not understand why everything has to be cancelled you've got to cancel that's, everything that's the way it like, is the whole centre parks thing is crazy I feel like the country has gone nuts regardless my tour was cancelled um, and then we went anyway we didn't go on the tour anyway that would be illegal <laughs> take you like underneath the station and stuff yeah um so we ended up not going what we ended up doing instead was going through to the west end of glasgow where my partner used to go to university um and we went around all his old haunts it was a little nostalgia trip for him it was really nice um, and then we went out for a very very posh dinner where they were calling us sir and madame cool. like, oh, would you would you like extra water madame and i'm like um, this is really awkward <laughs> I don't like people I, I, I don't know I just don't like people like I don't like being served I mm -hmm. guess that's it um, couldn't cope with being a member of the royal family for sure oh no, I don't like it. Don't, don't like it but it was a really nice meal it was at the Ivy in Glasgow on Buchanan Street I think it was slightly overpriced but the service was incredible and the atmosphere and the food was lovely um, so I do recommend checking it out, but like, it's expensive, <laughs> very, very expensive. Um, so yeah, we had a really nice weekend. Um, just a shame about the, you know, the tour being cancelled. Yeah. Oh, well, you'll get what on it eventually. Uh, what have you been up to these last few weeks? Uh, work. Lots of work. <laughs> work, 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 work. Um, yeah, uh, lots of work and lots of gigs. Like, so it's like a double work, <laughs> um, which has been good. Fun work. Um, fun work, uh, but tiring. Uh, there was, it wasn't last week, the week before, um, we jumped back on the Gaelic drama that we were filming before. It was the last block of that, just two weeks. Um, but... I was booked in for Friday and Saturday for gigs. So did the full week. And you're working 12-hour days. Um, so I came to the Friday, uh, finished up at 7 p.m., drove to McNeil's, the bar that I was playing in, uh, set up, had myself a soda water and lime, and then played for three hours. Oh, my God. And I was just, I was, by 11 o'clock, I was like, I the world was just happening around me, um, yep. <laughs> and I was apparently it was very good because they asked me to come back. So that there's there's that, but um, and it's it's really only the second time that I've really done a full acoustic set by myself. Normally, I'm playing with with the band or I'm playing with someone else. Um, to share the load, but it was it was all me. Um, but apparently it was all right. So that's yeah, you're good. a talented boy, Callum. But my God, like I, I the the Sunday, I didn't even see it. I was just <laughs> out for the count. Um, but yeah, it was very good. And then we had um the the final week of filming. Uh, which was which was fun. Uh, it was all on location. We got glorious, glorious sunshine. Awesome. Um, however, oh no, the midges did not get the memo of pleasant weather, so they decided that they were going to descend upon us in a big black cloud of doom. And it I hate was midges. oh, it was the worst. It was midges so bad. Are I mean, because it was we've had such a mild midgy year this year. I just hadn't mentally planned for, for midges at all. Yep. And they were out in force and it was just the worst I've had the midges in maybe 10 years. It was... Oh. And when you're standing there 
holding a boom and not being able to move and they're just eating you i was like oh, oh, it was you need to invest in some of that avon skin so soft stuff ah yes well apparently, apparently they've changed the way but i don't know uh, i heard that too they've changed the recipe so apparently it might not be as effective as it once was it has never worked for me ever once ever um midgies the thing is, midges don't generally bother me as much as other people. They do mm. bother me, but not like I'm the I know same. some people just get completely eaten. They just get eaten alive. Mm. Um, but I'm not one of those people. I get mild annoyance. But see, when the midges are really bad, they don't care. Yeah. They eat whoever. Um, That's it. It's awful. And uh, yeah, it's just it was just soul destroying. Um, I mean, the last couple of days we didn't get any midges and it was nice. We had a nice breeze and it was like very sunny Oops. still. Um, and then we had the rat party, which was great. Um, they showed us like a small kind of teaser of the first season. And let me tell you, it looks really good. Okay. I'm and excited I, it, to it see this now. It doesn't look really good for a Gallic drama. It looks it really, just good looks really good <laughs> for uh, uh, for a drama. It just looks good. And I was like, whoa. Where's it going to be released? I've no idea. You know? I imagine right. soon. Um, and I know there's talks. They're having talks next month to get the funding for a second season. Ooh. So the BBC are quite happy with it as well, which good, is good, good, very good, nice. Good. Um, I'll need to keep an eye out for it. Yeah, um, I'm going to keep an eye on it because I actually want to watch it. It might help me scrub up on my Gaelic as well. Well, I was about to say the same thing because I, I have done like some attempts to learn Gaelic. Um, and one of our mutual friends has actually been like, oh, you should come on and like talk to me because like, um, I, I can help you with that. And obviously it would be a completely non-judgmental thing. But it doesn't matter how much somebody who can speak it tells me, oh, you know, I won't judge you for not being able to speak it very well or understand what I'm saying. I'm still going to feel very self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's really funny because uh, I was having this conversation with uh, the director, Tony, and um, he, we were saying it's it's really funny how our brains work, or I guess don't work, in the sense that I understand that if I try and converse in Gaelic and I make a total arse of it, but you can kind of get what I'm trying to say. People aren't going to go. Oh my goodness, you were you were so off on your 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 People wording. People just there. appreciate that you're trying. Yeah, and then they they just go. They'll they'll just talk to you, and that's fine. Um, it's like the same if someone comes up to you and speaks to you in English, but clearly is is a second or third language, and they're not doing very well with gra uh, like sentence structure or whatever. Yeah, you you're don't... not going to judge them for it. You just go on with it. Man. Yeah, if you can kind of understand what they're saying, then you're like, oh yeah, you'll just respond normally. It's so, yeah, but for exactly. some reason, when you're the person who isn't good at the language, it, it just feels so like, oh, I can't say anything now because it's going to be so awkward. Yeah. Um. The thing is, I think that's the first stumbling block of learning a language, like the first big one, because mm. it's you're never going to improve unless you have conversations with people in that language. You're never going to improve. Yeah, it's so it's always it, the case. It's biting that bullet and just doing it because you're never going to be good when you start. You're never good when you start anything. No. Um, and I have this conversation with my kids all the time. It's because um, my eldest wants to start like learning how to draw. Um, So he's like, oh, me and you can draw on Wednesdays because obviously I draw as a bit of a hobby. Yeah. I'm nowhere near like the professional level artist. Like I'm fine at drawing but this is what i said to him is that i think every single day from the time that i was about eight until the age of 18 so that was a solid 10 years and it's a solid 10 years in your childhood when your brain is a sponge um every single night i would sit and draw i'd put like my cd player on and i would listen to the backstreet boys or like, <laughs> whatever i was listening to at the time um, and I would just draw tons and tons of pictures over and over and over again loads and loads and loads i would fill tons of sketchbooks and that's how I can draw now. Not yeah. that I'm saying I'm particularly good at art, but well, you can hold I'm, your own. You know, you can. I'm like better. I'm better than a lot of people, but it isn't just because oh, you're really talented. It's because I, you know, practiced every night. You don't get better unless you practice. Exactly. And it's the exact same with language. You know, it's, um, the, well, it's the same with any sort of any skill 
that involves singing, needing to learn singing, singing too because the one that always bothers me and i think i said this on like the music podcast maybe all of the music podcasts we've that probably, we've probably just I've repeat probably yourself every time, every time but yeah it's that i i have this mantra when people tell me they can't sing where it's like well maybe you're not very good at singing now but like if you put in work and you know went to lessons and tried to learn you would be able to sing yeah 100%. Even some deaf people can learn to sing. That's, um, um, it might be a bit harder for some people than others, but yeah, you can. You um, can do it. That's definitely my goal for over winter is to like learn to sing properly. Get a good support yeah. and just... I really want to go back to singing lessons because I've lost a lot of like flexibility in my voice and a yeah. little bit of range. I've lost quite a bit of range um, over the early part of the summer, um, which has been frustrating when writing because i've gone in a big writing spree recently um ooh. Ooh, it's very exciting um unfortunately <laughs> um i'm not finishing writing the ones that i'm supposed to write i'm <laughs> i've written like oh four, i know that feeling four I know that complete feeling. songs and i was like all right i'll go back and and work on this one that is the one that is for um stuff that's supposed to be released months ago um but I've, it's it's one of those things i just haven't got around to it art art does that to you sometimes though yeah. like see if you're doing something creative if you don't feel like doing that particular creative thing and you have ideas for something else i think you are probably better working on the stuff you feel like working on because you know oh, you're yeah. going to give it its best like what it deserves you're not going to give what what you know that song that you need to finish even though you're not feeling really like doing it that's not going to end up the way it should if you don't feel like doing it um and i actually wonder about that obviously this isn't a music episode so i should save it but like, <laughs> i actually wonder how many albums of um musical artists are not as good as they could have been because they have deadlines <laughs> do you know yeah, what i mean yeah that's um that's that's one of the scary things if you're beholden to like you have to release this record in six months time and mm. you know it's it would be 12 terrifying. tracks you've got to write record and release it you're like well yeah things but like some parts of it will just be out of necessity as opposed to like what what yeah. it could be or should be yeah all very interesting do you know what else is very interesting pokemon pokemon yeah <laughs> all right okay so with these episodes we always do this so i'm just <laughs> going to start it off this way what was your first experience with pokemon that's a very interesting question so my first experience with pokemon my very first experience with pokemon is now i forget who it was it might have been christopher it might have been someone else probably christopher. but i think it was christopher <laughs> just blame him for everything at some point in my childhood because I wasn't allowed consoles and things as a as a young young person, uh, I'll just call them a generous cousin. A generous cousin bestowed upon me the original Game Boy with a copy of Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, Tetris 2, and Mario Golf. Okay. I then proceeded to play Pokemon Red for maybe 10 years. Just the rest of your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny, though, because at that point, um, because Pokemon Red and Blue, I think, came out over here in, like, 1998. Because I think they were released like in that. Japan in 96. Um, so they must have been over here in 97, 98. Um. Uh, yes, they were they were released in '96 in Japan uh, and released yeah. in. Oh, actually, I don't have the UK release date. It doesn't matter. But yeah, a year Either or two way, after that, for sure. So, like, and you're six years younger than me. Yes. So say they came out in '98. I was like seven years old. <laughs> yeah. Seven turning eight, uh, or no, eight turning nine. That's what I was, and. Uh, 98 yeah i was i was three a little baby 
You're yeah. just a wee baby. I was a wee baby. Um, so um, yeah, by the time I got this, I mean I was like, we're we're talking like 2004 or something. Wow. Like that, you know, like ancient video games. Yeah, and I would I would sit and play uh, Pokemon, and that was it. That was my experience of mm. my first experience of Pokemon. I obviously at that point I was uh, I was a basic boy, uh, and chose Charmander. <laughs> However. 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 I. However. However. Homest. Homest ever the point. Homest ever. Homest ever. I. I. Now and always will be a Bulbasaur person. I'm a Bulbasaur person too. Um, my first experience of Pokemon. Um, was not long after it came out. Um, growing up, I had this friend called Philip, and my big brothers were friends with Philip's big brother, Paul. Um, and Paul got, I think he had the original Game Boy, and he had blue version. Yeah, because Philip had red version for sure. Um, because he was very much a, a Charmander boy. Um, you know Paul quite well, I think, actually. Um, maybe the drum boy. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so well enough. Well, not like super. We're well, aware of well each other's enough. existence. Yes, um, and you have spoken to each other. Yes, I think I actually uh, we did um, some rehearsals in one of his um, uh, rehearsal studio places mm. that he had way back. Oh yeah, years and years and years ago. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Um, I was a, I was just a kid. Like, I was just a little kid. It just come out. Um, and I think my brothers had it, or my brothers had seen him play it. And I was like, oh, can I play? Can I play? And he was like, oh, okay. Um, so I, I played it. I wasn't allowed to save it because he had a save file. Uh-huh. And obviously back then it was like one, one save, save file, file per game. Um, I think it still is. I'm not sure. I haven't played it recently. is um well it is on whatever random version i picked up like five years I've ago got, i've got moon i've got uh, y, pokemon moon I've got. that was the most recent one i got was moon but um anyway uh so he let me play it and i got to the point where i had caught a pidgey i had a bulbasaur and i caught a pidgey and then i had to go home and i remember that i called the pidgey tula T. T-U-L-E, Tula the Pidgey. Tula the Pidgey. <laughs> who who died because this, that did not get saved. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then either my brothers already had it um, or they got it later on, whatever. Um, but it wasn't until um, Christmas. So my two big brothers had it. I didn't have a version of it. I wanted it really, really badly. Um, and I got yellow version, which, as a Bulbasaur fan, I it's not that I was upset about it. Like, I felt kind of special because not very many other people had yellow version back then. Uh-huh. Um, it was like, oh, super special secret. Like, I have yellow version. I get to play as Ash equivalent with my Pikachu <laughs> that yes. follows me around. And it was really cool. But it wasn't a Bulbasaur. Sorry, Pikachu. Um... But yeah, so that was my first experience. I got a Game Boy, a blue Game Boy Pocket with a copy of Pokemon Yellow. Um, and I was very bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I was one of those people that only used my Pikachu. The one, the what, the your starter Pokemon, and just that was yep. it. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And you I mean, to level sixty, and then it's like. I don't even understand how I got past Brock. Like, yeah, <laughs> because I had no strategy. I didn't. Un- it's not that I didn't understand. I kind of did, but I was really impatient back then. I just, I don't know. I was like, why can't my Pikachu just be everything? Yeah, I mean, in fairness, like with when I was playing with Charmander, um, I did get through like the first two of like the end. Um, oh, the elite the, four. The elite four. Yeah. Um, with just. <laughs> with just a max level charmander and then like a level five like 
everything else because I didn't like didn't bother collecting Pokemon. Yeah. Ah, um, the good, the good another, old days. another fun memory I have, like at Christmas time again, was that I asked for gold version, and I got gold version. But the reason I remember that was because it was the uh, Christmas that um, my younger brother John uh, uh-huh. he had a, a bowl operation on Christmas Day uh-huh. <laughs> one year, and it was that Christmas that I got um, gold version. And it was it was kind of cool because he got silver version. So even though he wasn't very well, he could sit in the hospital and play silver version. And we could like trade with each other. I was an awful big sister, and I stole his Krabby, evolved it into a Kingler, and never gave it back, even though it was supposed to be a trade trade back situation. <laughs> Amazing! It's like steal your sick brother's Pokemon and never <laughs> give them back. Oh man, that's that's brutal. That's horrible. <laughs> I, I was a terrible, terrible sister. Uh, like, I imagine my brothers got really mad at me playing Pokemon because I just, I had no respect. I just stole all the Pokemon. Give them all to me. And it's like, I'll trade this so it evolves and then give it back. I'm like, no, it's mine now. <laughs> what Pokemon? You never gave me that Pokemon. It's like you can only have that because it evolves when you trade it. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Someone in the game gave me that. <laughs> like, um, the thing is, like, in yellow version, as I'm saying, I really like Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is my favourite. Bulbasaur is the best boy. I don't care what anybody says. 100%. If you haven't already, um, this is this is to everybody, uh, you should go on Instagram and follow the Bulbasaur propaganda page mm-hmm. um, because it is magical and wonderful. Yep. And we love it's it. Bulbasaur. It's Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur's best boy. And best girl, if you have a girl, Bulbasaur. Yeah. But no, um, as I was saying, like in yellow version, the cool thing about that was, as I said, it's kind of sort of more based on the anime. So right, yeah, you're yeah. you're playing and you get a Pikachu, but you also do get all of the other starter Pokemon uh, as you're oh, playing. Oh, right. Through. Okay. So you end up with a Squirtle, a Charmander and a Bulbasaur. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. I may be misremembering that. Um. So maybe I had a hacked copy of the Yeah, maybe it's a dream. <laughs> the thing is, as I said, I have not played yellow version since I was mm. a little kid. I ended up giving that to uh, my brother John. Um, oh well, okay. Which probably so probably makes that's, up somewhat for stealing his that's crabby. It. That's 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 you know it it comes around. You know, you gotta pay back your debts. Um, and then I think. We played as a collective family, like, because I have um, five brothers. So mm-hmm. I think it was my four of my brothers and me. We all played um, Ruby and Sapphire when they came out. We all played them together on the Game Boy Advance. Ooh. I had a Game Boy Advance SP, the cool eee. flippy one. Yeah. Yes. I didn't love have one that. of those. Uh, love, I love that. I still have it somewhere. Um. Although I don't think it's the original one. I don't remember. There was some story about that uh, that I'm sure Christopher would tell you. Uh, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so we all played uh, Ruby and Sapphire. I think that was the game where you had secret bases. And it also had, if you exchange data with other people, um, you could change what was hot in Dewford. Because uh, in, in the town Dewford... Uh, there's a guy on the beach walking around and you go, you speak to him and he goes, oh, I'll tell you what's hot in Dewford. And you can change it. You're like, that's <laughs> not cool. Here's what's actually really cool. And he goes, oh, okay. And then it's just like preset words. Uh-huh. You could make it like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think somebody changed it to like Dirty Magazine or something. <laughs> but if you tra- if you traded data with it, uh, somebody else's version of the game uh sometimes it would take what was hot in Dewford in their town and <laughs> replace it so like and then it might get stuck because that's the other thing if you go oh i'll tell you what's cool in Dewford and you change it to like i don't know sapphire ocean or something he would be like nah my thing's cooler than that <laughs> and sometimes he wouldn't like listen to you or take it on uh-huh. board so you could have been trying to change what was hot in Dewford for a really really long time <laughs> and then trade data with someone and they would change it 
to something that you're just like, that is awful. <laughs> and it's like a completely pointless thing oh, that was in the game. Amazing. But we were all obsessed with it. We were just like, what's in your secret base? And what is hot and jupered in your game? Um, oh, amazing. But yeah, it would be a really cool name for a blog. It's hot and What's Jufford. hot and Jufford? Somebody um, get on that. Let's let's start it. But I take it like you skipped that whole thing, like with the Game Boy Advance and all of that, because I think that probably would have been out around the time that you were playing the original. Yeah, see, I missed I missed all of that. Like honestly, uh, my only experience of Pokemon, aside from the short stint I did with Pokemon Y, I think it is, because I bought a 3DS and then bought oh, Pokemon for it. I loved my X and Y. I loved my X and um, Y. Before that, yeah, I only have first-gen Pokemon. Like, that's that's it. Oh, man. That is my entire... You should go entire... back and play all the remasters. Maybe I should, yeah. Um, but it's it's something I find quite interesting is that... You know, okay, so this was released in 1996. And it's been the same game. Pretty much. For whatever, yeah. what, 26 years or whatever it is? Yeah, Why? it's the same concept. Why I think is it so good? Say, I don't know. It just works. It just <laughs> works, man. It's really simple. It's like you get a thing, you fight it with other things. Um, It's like an RPG. It's got a story. The first game not so much, uh, but yeah. as you as you go through them, like Black and White had a really good RPG storyline. Like it was really oh, right. good. Okay. Um, with an ending and everything, I think that's what got me was that the Elite Four wasn't the ending. <laughs> like it wasn't. Oh, you beat the Elite Four now you're a champion. Well done, everybody applauds. It was like there was an actual storyline because obviously they do it with like the Team Rocket stuff and the Team Aqua stuff and the Team Magma stuff, like. And, and various other evil teams. But uh -huh. um, Black and White actually had a storyline um, and there was a sequel to Black and White called Black and White 2. That's right. I remember that I coming out. I never played it and I've always been desperate to go back because, um, as I said, I really loved Black and White. Mm -hmm. um, I think I had white version. I wanted black version, but black version was sold out. So me and my partner both got white version, ah. um, which sucked, but it was fine, you know. Um, but yeah. Um, <coughs> but see, off the back of that, in subsequent games like after Black and White, um, things started to change a little bit. It's the same. Oh, you fight your Pokemon with each yeah, other. Yeah. Um, and you know, arguably, Pokemon designs aren't as cool as the originals. Whatever. I think that might be a nostalgia. You know, I definitely a hundred percent like. But there is a thing that really annoys me in modern Pokemon games, and this is what I found with Sun and Moon. They changed up, like, the gym style thing, so it's slightly different. It's the same idea. You do fights with Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter if it's inverted commas gyms. But, you you know, you do your fights, you get your badges, you move on. The thing that really bothers me about modern Pokemon is when you start the game, it's not as simple as... Don't go into the tall grass. You need a Pokemon to protect you. And then yeah. you get a Pokemon. Or, oh, can you go and run this errand for me? Um, Here's a Pokemon. You know, it, they desimplified it. They made it, like, really long-winded to get oh. to the point where you're getting your Pokemon. Um, and really tutorially, like... <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, like, cool. I just want to spend 15 minutes before I get my Pokemon so that I can actually start the game. I don't want to be sitting here five hours later in the intro, waiting for the intro to be over, you know? Yeah, no, it's... I feel like I don't pay attention. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'll pay attention to the story once I'm getting my Pokemon and I can go out and train and grind because, weirdly, with Pokemon, I don't mind grinding. I enjoy it. Well, that's the well, um, that's like the whole game is just go out and grind. Like that, that's the whole concept of Pokemon as a game is to go out, fight Pokemon, catch Pokemon, fight Pokemon, catch Pokemon, make your Pokemon stronger by fighting Pokemon or catching Pokemon, fight other people who have Pokemon, and that's it. It's it's th there's a lot more gimmicky stuff in the more modern games too. Yeah, um, you've, you've got um, you've got you things can, like, like pet double your battle. Pokemon, oh, and then like 
your statuses and stuff by oh, um i do like, remember giving them love in in why you could do like training stuff and um, there's like training mm. mini games you could do to boost their stats and yeah yeah you could kind of just like it, gets, um, it does get a bit more gimmicky the further their, you get into the, the Pokemon games. The internal of um, the Pokeball by putting a cushion in it and stuff like that, which so I find stupid. very so dumb. It's like, <laughs> this, this is pointless. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, like, but like things like that, I guess, you know, you got to keep, um, you got to keep the kids happy. I mean, I, I can't complain because I used to love see the, the beauty contests and all that and, um... <laughs> Sapphire, I used to love that. You could like, oh, I'm going to enter you in the cool contest. Um, and I guess that there is like a kind of not a need for it, but like they're playing up that you're friends with your Pokemon, right? So yeah. why not add that sort of element to it where you're you are going, oh well, we're out of the battle. I'm gonna cure your status with this weird thing that I do. Um and you can like praise them and stuff so that they get like happier with you and things, but uh-huh. even then it's like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I'm old and my kid plays yeah. this now and I'm like, what are you doing? What, what is oh. this? This wasn't how it was when I was a child. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's the problem with being having <laughs> such a long-lived franchise that's making new stuff all the time and changing that's it That's it. Um, it does need to change. I don't think that you can keep things the same. What's the point of making the same well, game over and over it. again? You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because if you... If you don't change it, everyone's going to be like, oh my god, it's been doing the same thing every year for the past however many years. Exactly. I'm just, this is outrageous. And then if they don't, like, they've changed everything and I hate it. The bold ones were better. I also, this is another thing that I'm like really put off by, is see the 3D graphics in like Pokemon Legends Arceus. Right, um, yeah. I hate it. It's like, you can do 3D graphics, that's fine, but this looks awful i think it looks really cheap <laughs> and it's really off-putting and i think part of that is that i personally love good sprite art like yes. i have a real like i think it helps that like my favorite video game ever made is suikoden and that entire thing has incredible Just sprite art very so I'm really beautiful. biased like, i love but, sprite um... art i love little sprite animations i love watching the little sprite pokemon jump along behind you it's really cute um so I don't know, like the 3D graphics thing I find really off-putting because I, I don't think that cartoony style translates unless no, you're doing it's... something like really, really intricate and beautiful the way that like say Genshin Impact looks. I think Pokemon would look really good like that and I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, but it's the same style. It's not. I think that there's not enough detail in the 3D Pokemon games. Mm. Like it just feels like there's something missing. I think That's there's also, um, although, and I was thinking about this as well because it kept popping up on Netflix, the new series of Pokemon. Although, yes, compared to the original TV series of Pokemon, it is, you know, a bit more done up and a bit more thingy. It still looks Pokemon-y. Oh, yeah, the yeah, same yeah way. definitely. Whereas um... the game doesn't look like the original Pokemon or like what what I assume I haven't actually watched any of it, but it doesn't look at all like what the TV series Pokemon look like either. So it's this no. weird in-between that doesn't quite yeah. do it for me. As I said, I just... I feel like it's not detailed enough. Like, uh -huh. I, what I would love to see is, like... A Breath of the Wild style thing. I just think it looks kind of like they've cut corners, and I know they probably haven't, and I know there's a lot of work that probably goes into these games, but I just don't like the aesthetic at all. Um, and it's a shame. Um, my kid loves Pokemon. Like my kid is just obsessed with Pokemon. His favorite Pokemon right now, I think, is Tauricat. Um, which is the one from Sun and Moon, the fire type. Okay. He loves fire types. He's a fire boy. That that, um, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he really loves the Pokemon TV shows, all of them. He loves all okay. of the Pokemon TV shows. 
Um, um, so I've seen my fair share of modern Pokemon TV. Okay, um, so my question would be then, how how does it compare? Because I am... Um, most people who know me know I actually... I really do love the first first oh, run yeah, of Pokemon. I, I think it's Pokemon fantastic. Garden. It's like a huge part of my childhood. And it actually, a lot of it still holds up as funny. Yeah. Because I think it's, it's just... It's an anime, you know? It's... Obviously, like a lot of parents over here have like seen it when it first came out when I was a kid, and we're like, "Oh, what is this? Another like garbage kids TV show?" But it was slightly different from anything else I think that was on back then. Yeah, because... I'm trying to think what I saw kind of alongside. Um... Me too. Like I just remember getting up in the morning because it was on SMTV Live, um, and it would be Pokemon that was on. Trying to think what else was on SMTV Live, but I didn't watch anything else that was on SMTV Live because I was only there for Wonky Donkey and Pokemon, and that was it. Wonky oh, Donkey so the first, se first series of Pokemon is in line with the UK release of the game. Mm, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't realize that. It was a massive marketing thing. It was That's... like it all came out at once. You had the Pokemon cards, you had the like the actual trading card game you had pokemon cards that weren't that that just had pictures of the pokemon on it um then you had the tv series and the video games and they all came out at once and it was like and i think that's part of why it exploded so much because yeah. it was we were bombarded with it it was marketed so heavily um that's crazy. and it was actually good like it was actually good in my opinion the pokemon first movie was not good I don't care what anybody I says. I strongly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Callum, it's not a good film. I look honestly right. Okay, first of all, I have seen it maybe twice, and both times I was a child. I seen However, it in the cinema. Homes. I loved ever. it when I was a kid, but I watched it as an adult, and I was just like, "Why did I do this to myself?" I will need to watch it. Um, this is speaking as someone who like absolutely adores the original Pokemon anime. Like, and I've seen that a lot recently too because my kid watches all of it. Uh -huh. All of it. He doesn't just watch the modern ones. He watches all of Pokemon. He loves all of Pokemon. Um, and I think that just speaks to how good it actually is because it's like, it transcends generations. It's, um, yeah, I could it's give bonkers. him the original black and white. Like, we actually did give him a copy of uh, Pokemon Red and he loved it. Like, the old one didn't bother him that it was, you know, low-res, like, tiny, black and white, no colour. Loved it, because Pokemon's just good. Yeah. I think something else that, that Pokemon really benefited from, um, the game that is, is the sound design mm -hmm. is, is very, very good. Um, from... Uh, and it's across the board, like... Um, even when you get into the, the the newer ones, it's still it, there's still it's simple enough that mm -hmm. it's recognizable, um, and it's it's but it's developed enough that obviously you know it's by today's standards you probably unless you're Again, going for though, the you know how the, you're talking about how the modern TV series look like Pokemon yeah it's like that style that's Pokemon. Even even the updated like Alola region one that has the slightly different animation style, it still looks like Pokemon. The sound design for Pokemon always sounds like Pokemon. Like it doesn't matter how good the music is, it doesn't matter if they orchestrate it or, you know, they're using like real musical instruments and not like, you know, like little MIDI files in your Game Boy. It sounds like Pokemon. Um, the way that the music is composed sounds like Pokemon. Yeah. All of it is... And it's really cool. Like, I will say, even in the modern era, like, as much as I'm like, oh, the 3D sucks, it doesn't look like Pokemon, it always sounds like Pokemon, and the music is always good. <laughs> always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and, obviously, you can't forget that the TV series, the original TV series has... Arguably one of the greatest theme tunes oh. of all time. Listen, see um, when anime was being localised back then, and you do not get this now at all. Because now when they localise an anime, 
they tend to keep the original music. Yes, that's right. Um, so, I mean, the voice acting still happens. That that side of the localization still there, but you don't get because like there was a whole bunch of songs written for Pokemon. Um, there was like whole albums worth of music that mm-hmm. came out off of the back of the local, just the localization of Pokemon. These songs don't exist in the Japanese, like, or in any other like localization. It's just the English one. Um, and you know, some of them are like utter trash, <laughs> but I love them yeah, all. I mean, but it's because like they're the very Pokemon-y. <laughs> the Pokey rap is incredible. <laughs> And like, um, I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Even, even like Pokemon Johto, like when the Johto region one came out. Obviously, I think they, I think they do have the the localized music um, for the newer Pokemon too. It's not like the the Japanese opening you get over here. You don't get that. I think but... it's probably because um, Pokemon. I guess Pokemon, Pokemon. West <laughs> is um, has such a like. It's it's its own thing now. It's it's yeah. like it's cemented in I English speaking culture. Think that as an anime fan, I have to like really respect Pokemon, even if I didn't like it, which I do. I love Pokemon. Pokemon's great. But even if I didn't like it, you'd have to respect it for opening the door to a lot of anime that I love and that a lot of like people watched that was a sort of formative anime experience that got them into that because um without pokemon i don't think Yu-Gi-Oh would have been a big deal over here no um i don't think like card captors digimon um all of these things i don't think they would have come over in the same way i think when when i'm talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, the reason that came off of my head was that um as i'm saying they made albums worth of music for pokemon they did release a Yu-Gi-Oh album where the really? voice actors sang these really cringy songs, <laughs> including a, there's a song by Pegasus, the the sort of antagonist of Yu-Gi-Oh, who's this like really camp guy with long silver hair, who's really rich. Um, but he shares a voice actor with the uh, James from Pokemon. Oh right, okay. Yeah, and he sings this song on this album, and it's incredible. I think it's called Face Up, Face Down. So uh, if if you're interested, <laughs> I think it's on YouTube. You should go and listen to it. It's hilarious. Um, That's but mad. Yeah. Okay, I will, I will definitely you, doing that you after need to this. Do that, That's my... It's incredible. But as I said, like Pokemon just kind of paved the way for all of this. Um, and they yeah. really... They tried to do it with Sailor Moon um, before Pokemon because I think there was this whole attitude where they knew that some anime at some point was going to break the kid market. Um, And the thing with Pokemon is that it is so marketable. There is so much you can do with it. Even to this day, it's like my kid wants Pokemon toys, Pokemon pajamas, Pokemon clothes, Pokemon bedspreads, Pokemon plushies. And I am guilty of this too because I have uh, when Build a Bear was doing the Pokemon, <laughs> I have a Build a Bear uh, Bulbasaur and I have a Build a Bear Snorlax, um, and I love them both dearly. Um, but yeah, just to start finishing up, like, what is your favorite Pokemon? I've been trying to think you of have this. To have a favorite? Yeah. Um, and. I'm 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 so torn because obviously I love Bulbasaur, but Bulbasaur I don't think is my favorite. Um, I think you can say that Bulbasaur is your favorite starter. It's definitely my favorite starter. Because that's the thing. There's so many Pokemon. While I'm saying you have to have a favorite, I always go my favorite fire type is this. Yeah, my favorite starter um, Pokemon is. But I think if I if I dig deep down into my heart, I think my favorite Pokemon, which goes against. Uh, Actually, most of my opinions, because I'm not a huge fan of water. Poliwhirl is my favorite Pokemon. Really? Because... That's such a random Pokemon. Because I, before I knew what Pokemon was, had a plush Poliwhirl. Oh. And even when I knew what Pokemon was after that, I didn't know Poliwhirl was a Pokemon. Oh my god. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
there's this kind of like my first Pokemon experience is owning a Poliwhirl without knowing what it is, knowing it was called a Poliwhirl as well, because somebody told me, like, oh, that's a Poliwhirl. And I was like, oh, cool. I guess you're called Poliwhirl. And that's, that's it. That's nuts. And so I think th- I have this sort of like link between like the true beginnings of Pokemon for me with Poliwhirl. And that's why Poliwhirl is my favorite. That's good. That's a good story. Mine is not that good. My <laughs> favorite Pokemon is Skarmory, the uh, steel flying type. Because flying type's my favorite type. Mm-hmm. I love birds in real life. Um, I don't really have a reason for Skarmory being my favorite. I just kind of saw it and I was like, that's a pointy metal bird. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Skarmory. I can't, I can't explain to you why. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a cuddly cute Pokemon. It is a big jaggy fuck off bird. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> it's it's cool, especially since I taught it fly and like because it, it's a second gen Pokemon, so it's from gold uh-huh. and silver. Um, I taught it fly. That was my fly Pokemon, the Pokemon I had with me all the time because I taught it fly. Um, which is weird because I think you get it relatively late in, in Gold and Silver. I don't think it's a Pokemon you pick up like early on. Um, so, and at that point, I'm, I'm very like stagnant with my Pokemon team. Once I have a team of six that I like, <clears throat> I'm very unlikely to get rid of them. Uh-huh. So the fact that I got this like big metal bird late in the game and went, no, I'm keeping you. I like you. But I just love the idea that it's like a big metal bird, so it's slidey. And you're flying on it. <laughs> just like, trying to grip on sky. for dear life. <laughs> like, it's so dangerous. It's also really pointy. Its wings look like they're made of knives. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they call it's me so Knife good. Wing. Basically, I love it so much. Uh... Um, but yeah, I also love Bulbasaur and... Yeah. Um, I, um, I really like Ninetales. Ninetales is another favourite of mine um, because it's cute and I'm a weeb and it's a Ninetale fox. Yeah. And I love Naruto, so... <laughs> it makes sense. It tracks. Yeah, um, it just tracks. I suppose Snorlax as well. I do love Snorlax. But yeah, I want that not... giant Snorlax. I would love that giant Snorlax. I want it so much. Um, I can't afford it, but I want it. Yeah. And then obviously there's the the legendary missing number Pokemon. Oh, the one that, that crashed that, your game files, and yeah. then when you got your Hall of Fame at the end, it was just bad. Yeah. Um, that's not really a It's not a, a Pokemon. Glitch. It's a glitch. However, it exists. <laughs> Apparently it's a bird type. A what? Apparently it's a bird type Pokemon. Not a flying type, a bird type. A bird type. Okay. Which... Um... <laughs> oh, I was just reading about it. It's like, oh, yep, it's a bird type Pokemon, and it's just not good. It just it's destroys bad. It your game. Everything. But, uh, yeah, there you go. On that note, how would you rate your Jigglypuff? Um... Peach sparkling water. Peach sparkling water. I'm going to give it a five. Because I don't hate it. But I don't love it. It's a drink. Yeah. It's peach flavoured. It smells good. I'm I'm, I'm the same. I'm the same. I think I'm going to have to give it a five. It's very just... It exists. It was nice and refreshing, but in the same way that sparkling water is refreshing. I love sparkling water. I don't love that. <laughs> I know this is quite a polarizing opinion because I, I do love sparkling water and I know most people in my life think I am insane for yeah, liking sparkling water. Yeah, no, I water. know. I remember uh, in my office at the canteen, we went in and they had no still water and people were getting really annoyed about it. And I was like, I'm fine with this. Yeah, Because right. I drink. Sparkling water, I, please. I actually have a stock of sparkling water in my house at all times because I drink it more than I drink normal water. Yeah. Um, I also... I also find I don't know I don't know if you find this but like see when I'm just like really thirsty sparkling water feels like refreshing. it refreshes me quicker yeah, than just getting 100%. like water. Um we got a soda stream um because uh we're going through just hunters of bottles 
of soda water. So it's like, right. Yeah, but then are you not just going to go through hundreds of canisters? <laughs> well, um, the Argos here have a refill policy. So you buy one canister and okay. then you go back, you give them your canister and they give you a new one. Oh, and they one, refill it. And they refill them. Oh. So you, you basically have two canisters that you just rotate. Um, well, I tell you what, I would have a soda stream if I had an Argos that did that near me, because yeah. I don't. And if I did, I would have that, because that is so much better. I mean, than... it's still like, I don't know, it's like a, a tenner or whatever to get it refilled, but like, it it's does me like cheaper a month. Than buying like, you know, 12. A, <laughs> like... a tenner a month for for my need, my sparkling water needs is... Um... Uh... Is rather good, yeah, because you have sparkling water in the car all the time, and I remember you being <laughs> like, "Yeah, nobody drinks it," and I'm like, "I'll drink." Yeah, <laughs> I think you were just like, "Damn it!" It's um, I'm not driving you anywhere, Clay. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's that's what I would do for long drives. Uh, I get like some bottles of sparkling water because you know, gotta stay yeah. fresh. Gotta yeah, stay yeah, sure. fresh. Another thing I think about sparkling water, just before we go off, I know this isn't the Inverus podcast sparkling water special, but um, I really like <laughs> San Pellegrino. Oh, San Pellegrino is, is a delight. I don't understand why it's better, <laughs> but um, it is. It just tastes I, better. I think, I think, and this is my theory, I think it's better because the can looks nicer. And the bottles look nice. And the bottles and look nice. Yeah, and, it uh, looks expensive. It looks fancy, therefore it's better. <laughs> it's so weird. Premium bubbles. That's uh, premium bubbles. Yes, yeah. they pop and and just they make you feel rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the champagne of water. <laughs> San Pellegrino. You heard it here. <laughs> going, going to a restaurant okay. champagne no i will have a san pellegrino sparkling water please the champagne of hydration yes the champagne of hydration just like they this hired podcast us for advertising uh, they should yes we are <laughs> the champagne of hydration please uh, sponsor us san pellegrino <laughs> i will sell my soda stream <laughs> I will. I will tell everyone how terrible SodaStream is if you uh, send me free. Don't water. don't buy SodaStream. Buy San Pellegrino. <laughs> yeah, it's the champagne of hydration. <laughs> I'm saying it, and I'm sticking by oh, it. Oh man, fantastic! Well, if you haven't already, you can uh, find us on the Twitters at Imbarus. Uh, you can also go to our website, kabloof.com slash Inverus, where all the fun stuff is, where everything will be uploaded. We'll have pictures and stuff and information about the drinks we are drinking. Also, if you if you fancy being really exclusive, you can join us in the special features section. It's the champagne of special features. It is the champagne of special features. You find, like, the Lord of the Rings special features garbage compared to, to what we have. Um, oh, you can't see that. <laughs> I know, because that is the best thing ever. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings special features are almost better than the Lord of the Rings. I, did you know what? I think they are. Speaking of which, um, and Launther are putting on uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy back-to-back. -back. Oh, man. So, I'm going. And, When's this? Uh, October something. Next month. Oh, I can't go. I can't go. Um, That's sad. I would travel up for that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a long haul. Um, and those seats aren't the comfiest. They're really so not. So I imagine I won't be walking after. So just bring a cushion. I'm gonna have to bring many cushions. Seven um, cushions. All the cushions. <laughs> Just fell and land her with cushions. <laughs> can you please remove the chairs so we can just fill this hall with cushions, please? Tiered cushion seating. That would be great. Next time I do a gig in there, I'm going to tell them to remove the seats and just make like a cushion, like fill the, the little floor with cushions and everyone can sit on cushions and eat cheese. They can have cheese on cushions. Uh, <laughs> Is the cheese served on cushions? We've yeah. gone crazy here. This is, this, is the, this is the longest outro we've had. Yeah. <laughs>
What I'm going to do is I'm going to have the music come in where it should have and then just loop a section of it for for the next, like, five minutes. And, just, and then just look at the analytics and see who just switches off because we've clearly switched off a long time ago. You're just talking crap. <laughs> do you know what? It's because we haven't spoken uh, in weeks. ages, yeah. <laughs> We've um, been too busy, it's sad. Yeah. Um, what we should do, actually, I was thinking about this halfway through the episode, is... Um, are we, we could, still recording? Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, don't worry about it. Um, but we should um, we should play <laughs> some Pokemon and upload it to the special features. Um, oh, we just should, like a, Just like a short, like, yeah. wee session. Um, I think that would be quite fun. Oh, Definitely. Definitely. Anyway, Not dear listener, it. I shall bid you good night and a happy kabloof. Kabloof!